Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our segment, Did You See That? I'm your host, Jessica Krauser, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian Baker. Hello! (laughs) Today, we are talking about hallucinations and delusions. This is a touchy subject, as most people with Parkinson's don't want to be seen or labeled as crazy. Uh, It's bad enough that we walk slow, shuffle our feet, shake or mumble. But to say you are seeing dogs that aren't really there or believing your spouse is cheating, well, we might as well just put a PD stamp on our forehead. So my neurologist told me about the potential for hallucinations and delusions when I first started taking medication. And what I've learned is that you can, um, Parkinson's patients might have hallucinations um, or, you know, have different delusions if just from Parkinson's in general or from medication, and they don't always know where it's coming from. The good medication? <laughs> the, good, the good stuff. No, this, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. We'll get that to another segment. Um, but no, the I, I haven't experienced any of that yet. The only thing I have experienced is, um, is sometimes I hear things, and it's only happened a handful of times, but it's like really, really like it was a legit sound and i i would look over at my husband i'm like did you hear that and he's like no i'm like seriously he's like no i didn't um so i have that and my dreams are like crazy real yeah i i just changed medication but the previous medication i was on i had a lot more very realistic dreams like to the point where i would wake up and i'm like did i really have that conversation with somebody yeah. or did was that a dream like or did that really happen or was that a dream? Because like, I, I, you couldn't tell. Yeah. No, and that's what... And it's it's scary. I mean, but the, again, like we've talked about before, having the community of people that we do and we talk after our exercise classes, I've asked so many people, I'm like, do you have like... Are your dreams like crazy? And everyone's like, oh my gosh, the dreams I've been having are just like, they're so real. Like it's right there. Like yeah. you're you're in it. So... At least I know that we're not yeah, totally Yeah, it's, it's, I'm in the same boat. Um, so let's talk about this fact. 20 to 40% of Parkinson's patients report this type of experience. And the percent increases as the disease progresses. That's uh, kind of scary there. So according to the Parkinson's Foundation, dopaminogen... Now I'm going to try this again. This is where I hate saying some of these terminologies because I don't... I get no. I got I got bradykinesia and and dyskinesia and dystonia, but dopaminergic therapies. That's good. The medicine we take. How about that? Uh, it increases the level of dopamine in the brain to help with our motor skills, but it could also cause changes that lead to hallucinations or delusions. Um, have you? I haven't really talked to anybody who has had. Any hallucinations, no. but I do know people don't want to talk about it. No, I haven't. I I don't. I I haven't 
I don't know anybody that's experienced it personally, but there was a commercial out for medication to deal with it for the, yes. and it was a very dark commercial. And I know like a lot of the doctors, a lot of people were like, and I had a lot of family members and friends were like, do you have hallucinations? And, you know, I would say, Hey, I, you know, I did this or did that. They're like, did you really do that? Or did you hallucinate? You did that? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, I really did that. So, yeah. um, but no, it, it gave uh, that, I you know, got a lot of attention from, for me, from people that, um, yeah. aren't really familiar with Parkinson's. And that's the thing that's hard, too, with, with having Parkinson's and there, the fact that there is no cure. Yes, we're on, you know, cinnamon or carbidopa, levodopa. There's uh, Repinerol and Mirapex, Mirapex, things like that, um, that will help um, help your symptoms in some regards. But you can also get these crazy side effects, and now they're creating medications to help with those side effects. So like you were saying, for hallucinations, I know exactly what drug you're talking about. They came out with a drug to combat the hallucinations that you could be experiencing from the drug that you're already on to help with your Parkinson's. It's like, holy crap, a lot of medications. Um, So a few things that can help alleviate the isolation that these hallucinations give, because I can imagine it being scary and not fun to talk about. Um, but caregiver reassurance that the patient is safe and validate their experience and adjust their medication. So, you know, if who who would you say your caregiver is? Like who yeah. takes care of you? <laughs> your son? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I yeah. mean, I, we, he lives with me, but he's he's a senior in high school. He doesn't, you know. But he he could be the one that you could. Yes, he would. In, right? He's gonna have to take care of me when I can't take care of myself. Yes. And so same thing, like, you know, with my husband, it's you having somebody that you can confide in and understand, like they have a good understanding of what you're going through so that they can help you uh, realize, do you have to change medications or, you know, just to validate that what you're feeling or going through is not crazy. It's just part of the medication. Because... Um, I mean, I found out that all things can be adjusted just by talking to your doctor. I mean, we talked about this earlier this year, like changing your medications. Yeah, that was a significant help for you, wasn't it? it? It's been, it's been, it's been different. It's it, we're still tweaking it, trying to get it right. But it takes, it's an ongoing. I mean, that, that never yeah. stops for me. You're always tweaking it here, tweaking it there, adding this or adding that. Um, you know, that's a big, that's a big piece of the of the puzzle, putting it all together. What's like the longest time frame that you had on? the same dosage of medication maybe a year oh really maybe well, that's good like, because they, they started me out on one line of medicine and like it, it just it, you talk about gloom and doom that was like it just made my mood horrible mm-hmm. and um i literally went into the neurologist and he could tell he's like he just looked at me and said we have to get you off this line of medicine yeah and so we tried stuff 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 and then I was only going, I, then we were, I was only seeing him every three months initially, then we went to every six months. And I, I was probably on the same line for maybe a year, but we've every, we, I think we've tweaked it every every mm-hmm. time I've gone since then. Yeah. Yeah. I think this has been my longest stint because I, you know, I wasn't having um, necessarily hallucinations when I was on Repinerol, but I was having um, the, other, the side effect of, um, what's it called? Like the, the doctor said you could be addictions like oh, obsessive compulsive uh, yeah obsessive compulsive addictions given that to a type a personality individual like myself You're type a? yeah imagine imagine that um but 
when I, I had to get off of that, because she said the same thing. She's like, this is not good. She's like, you're experiencing these addictive behaviors. And mine actually was, I was addicted to, I don't know if it was work or being on my computer or just. That's I, not what I would have guessed. Right? No. Stop it. <laughs> That's, I'm just glad that it was something that I could control that, but it took me speaking up. It, it, I, it, I actually let it go on for, mm, I don't know, six to nine months at least of that behavior of I would stay up all night. Um, I would like, I was sleeping a lot less, like just because I was crazy about always being on the computer and getting things done and mm -hmm. your work was busy, but it wasn't, it wasn't that busy. Right. And, uh, but you know, just like, you know, hallucinations, having these addictive behaviors, you really have to be your own advocate and make sure you're watching out for yourself. Cause I should have spoken up before, but I, I don't know. It's like, I, I, I didn't, I would lie to my husband. He's like, what time did you come up to bed last night? I'm like, Oh, I don't know, like one o'clock in the morning. And I probably didn't go to bed. Like I was in the, my office okay. and COVID obviously like exasperated that, but it just all goes to show you have to be able to speak up about anything that's going on in your life with your physician. Um, because it can all be a part of the medication you're taking or just something that you're experiencing. Yeah, but you got to be open with the physician, and that's important. We've talked about it before about getting to the right physician, yeah. about getting you right to the right MDS, and making sure you connect with that physician on a personal level. Mm -hmm. Not everybody connects with everybody, so if yeah. you if you're with the wrong doctor, don't be afraid to make a switch. If you're not getting what the answers you need, make a switch. Yeah, it's like having a connection with a friend. Mm. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> in our last 30 seconds, I want to leave you with this. Be your own advocate. If you notice something out of the ordinary, don't be afraid to talk about it with your caregiver or doctor. There are so many nuances to this disease that we don't even know about. But being upfront and open will give you a clear head and feel confident and have a positive start to each day. Hallucinations and delusions need to be discussed for medication to be adjusted or a new medication prescribed. But it does all come down to the benefit over side effect. If the side effect is too much and overshadowing the benefit of the med, is it really worth it? So thank you for tuning in. I hope you learned that you aren't the only one experiencing hallucinations or delusions or addictions, whatever it may be. Speak up and be your own advocate with your doctor. Life is too short not to. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Bradenberg. To contact us, send an email to info at 5k4jk.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.